you are about to enter the world of the Faceoff Hockey Podcast. Only, it's only game. Why do you have to be mad? The cases are real. The debates are real. Their rulings are final. This guy's such an idiot here. <laughs> this is your podcast. This is Face Off Hockey. Tiger, where are you? <laughs> Tiger! We also didn't talk about how now there's going to be a... Uh, oh, no, one brown cow. Wow, must die. Alright guys, Face Off Hockey Podcast, and it's only fitting, episode number 21, we have Patrick O'Brien Dempsey, the man who played Mike Ruzioni in our favorite movie, and honestly, he's got hardware to back up the best sports movie, The Movie <laughs> Miracle. Uh, Patrick, thank you so much for coming on the show. How's it going, man? This is great. Thank you guys for having me, and it makes me so happy to know that uh, there's at least a few Canadians who enjoy this film, seeing as we shot in Vancouver, BC, and all the extras were 5,000 Canadians cheering USA, USA through the hey. sequences of the movie. <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. I, if I was one of those Canadians, I would definitely be chanting alongside of, of everyone else. My bro- I remember going to the theater. My brother was around like eight at that point, and literally he stood up and went, USA, USA. Yeah, I mean, us, us it's being... cute. He's eight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, us being Canadians and like loving the game of hockey so much, it was, it's only fitting that we were going to fall in love with this movie. Um, even before the movie had coming out, I had heard of the story of the Miracle on Ice. And I always thought it was pretty wild how uh, a bunch of college guys just got a team together within a year by Herb Brooks. And they were able to beat arguably the greatest hockey team we've ever seen for a 20 year span. Um, so before we get into the movie, um, we, we got to talk about how this all came about. So Mike and Mike, they surprised me with a cameo uh, from yourself. And honestly, it was something I was not expecting, but I couldn't have been more thrilled to see that. Um, you threw out the idea yourself to yeah, bring you on man. the show. So it all worked out. Um, we referenced the movie so much. We even had in our 10th episode, it was we recorded on the anniversary of The Miracle on Ice. And we started the show with the last 20 seconds of Al Michaels's. Uh, commentary. Do you believe in miracles? We always have the DVD with us on the table. Um, so thank you once again for. Uh, and we were we were on another podcast reviewing this movie. So yeah. wow, exactly. So uh, <laughs> we we kind of like it. Yeah, <laughs> just just a little bit. So we'll we'll dive into some questions. So Mikey, let's uh, fire away with you first, buddy. Yeah. So before we jump into miracle related questions, I mean it kind of is a miracle related question. Uh, what was your life like? You grew up in Massachusetts. Uh, what was your life like before? You were obviously a hockey player. Yeah, exactly. I don't want. We'll discuss <laughs> that later. Don't think yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll discuss that later. Don't worry. Uh, but what was your life like before? I know you played uh, hockey in college. Uh, you kind of had some injuries that sort of stopped you from from pursuing that further. Uh, were you were your plans to go pro? Were you uh, planning to be an actor like how did you get into uh like how did miracle come about basically well let's let's just start with my my hockey career can be summarized uh with uh, i was a good locker room guy right just like, uh, just like the real i was a glue guy Hell yeah. uh yeah you know i didn't i didn't have what it what it takes to, to play pro for sure um, I just love the game. You know, I love playing. I love being around the guys. Um, I played through high school and then I did went to boarding school for a year in New Hampshire as a, a postgraduate year. And I had that year, I, I injured my back and I ended up having back surgery uh, at, at 18 years old. So I, um, I ended up playing two years in college, but it really came down to I, I wanted to focus on school. I was ready to get out of school. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't, you know, not, I'm not going anywhere with this. And uh, it was hard to walk away because my friends, but I still hung out with all the guys. But yeah, it was, uh, I was doing uh, uh, graphic design in school. So I was in artistic things. I hadn't entered acting per se, but right. I was always into uh, artistic things. I was doing graphic design and minored in fine arts. So gotcha. yeah, I was uh, finishing at the time when I got the movie, when I found out I got it or start or when I started auditioning, I was finishing an internship in graphic design, right. uh, which was the fall of 2002. 
And I remember it was October 16th, 2002. You remember these dates when insane oh, yeah. things happen. <laughs> yeah, and I was absolutely. like, I was like, uh, I want to, you know, maybe I'll just go to acting school when I'm done with college. It seemed logical, right? Um, yeah. And I went on, I went on the internet. I was kind of just like slacking off at my internship. And uh, I kept looking for acting school for hours and hours. I was like, you know, typing away looking for acting schools. And all of a sudden I came across a posting for hockey players that could act and that they were auditioning there. I think they were auditioning like, like Vancouver, Toronto, uh, LA, Minnesota, uh, Vancouver. Did I say Vancouver already? Vancouver, Boston. I think it was like six or seven cities in North America. Big hockey um, hubs. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, the, the auditions ended the next day in Boston. So I was like, all right, I just put an email together, picture myself, sent it in. And they were like, great. Yeah. Come in tomorrow and, uh, and audition. And so that's sort of how it started was I just was like, I, I mean, I'll go to acting school. And yeah. So you just kind of stumbled. I was, yeah. I was in my first audition. Yeah. That's, that's pretty <laughs> badass. All of us, yeah. so all of us played hockey at one point, Gio, uh, he was a little higher level than myself, <laughs> obviously. Uh, not obvious obviously for me anyways okay boys you don't need to pump my tires that much but we love the sport we also each have a passion for acting as well we all did plays throughout uh elementary school high school uh so it's kind of cool to be able to talk to you coming from both sides doing both of those things yeah it's funny because i it was amazing how much i loved doing it immediately yeah and i was like why did i never do this before yeah, it's one of yeah. those things. And I guess, you know, there's societal pressure to I was kind of a jock. And you know, there's like, it was weird, because I was I was always an athlete. And then uh, but I was always really artistic. And and a lot of my friends that never even I was talking to a friend recently I've had since I was a kid. And I was like, yeah, I remember when I was taking I used to take fine oil painting and watercolor painting classes with with a private teacher, you know, like wow. after school, it's just something that I really like doing. And my friend was like, you what? <laughs> I was like, well, you, you know, when you go to my parents' house and there's all these like paintings on the wall that they were like, yeah, I go, yeah, I was, that's, I was, and they had, I, I didn't talk about being creative or artistic. I just never, it was never something that I did really till I got into graphic design in, in, in college. And then people started to, you know, realize that that's stuff that I was good at and that I liked. But I'd look back on, I'm like, man, I wish I had, you know, at yeah. some point done something because it was super fun yeah yeah no absolutely and just kind of going uh talking about the audition what so how exactly did the audition go did they just have you send in like a headshot say a couple lines and then go run some drills for an hour or was it so, like the other way around i'll give you the breakdown so i think i did i'm trying i keep trying to remember i think i did like seven or eight auditions in boston before i ever went to l.a Wow. So it was mid October 16th, October 17th was my first audition. And I went in and I had to do, I had to read lines and I had no idea what I was doing. So they were hosting them at, you know, like in a hotel room, like a conference room at a hotel in Boston. Yeah. So I took the train in so nervous. I, I mean, I had absolutely no clue. And uh, I remember going there and going to do the audition and, and like literally my lip, like quiver lipping. <laughs> yeah yeah i was like yeah. like you guys know you go in there like when you're so nervous and you're oh, like yeah. trying to you're trying to be serious and take this thing and speak and like all you're thinking is like my lip is like shaking up and down <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and i'm like just sweating bullets in here and i mean i left there going oh my God, right? <laughs> and I went, I went downstairs in the, uh, in the hotel and there was a bar in the hotel and I got two whiskeys on the rocks back to back. <laughs> yeah, just, back. just slug. Cause I was, I was physically shaken, you yeah. know, it was, it was a lot. So that was the first one. Uh, to my amazement, they called me back. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a good one, phone call that must be. So it was a it was it, the second one was an on ice audition, which was uh, in in Boston, and uh, I went there. And this is really actually, I think it's really funny. It's uh, there was hundreds of guys that had came, probably a couple hundred, if not three hundred, right? Yeah. 
that show up to this audition all at the same time. And I go in, they've got every locker room booked and they go, okay, go on, you know? And so I go, all right. So I walk down, I go to the locker room, I go in to sit down and uh, this guy next to me, I meet, I just introduced myself. We start talking. It was uh, Mike Mantenuto who played Jack O'Callaghan. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Sat right next to him. Wow. First That's pretty crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like in the movie. <laughs> out, out, of, yeah, out of hundreds of guys, I sat right next to him. Um, and then, so then that was on ice. Then like three weeks later, they called me in to do another reading, like another couple weeks later, another reading, then another reading. And then it was about December, uh, 2002. And they called and they said, we're going to fly you out to LA to do a screen test. We've got like 40 guys coming in, like half are actors that are here that say they can play hockey. And the rest yeah. are, are, I think it was 40 guys coming in and 40 guys from LA. And then we had a weekend camp where we skated several times. We had a practice, we had a scrimmage, we, you know, they were just evaluating everyone's skills on ice. And then we were auditioning. So they set us up. There were a few of us that they really were interested in and they set us up with an acting coach to help us get through that process. And I still wasn't very good. And if you watch the extras on the DVD, you can see. <laughs> oh, I, I've, I've watched the extras probably a thousand times, just as much yeah, as the movie. <laughs> yeah, which is my final audition in, in L.A. And uh, it was, I still remember it's the, the casting office is about three miles away from where I live now. Oh, and nice. I drive by the casting office, it was, there's a, like a stone wall on, on the sidewalk and I'll just look at it and rem I'll remember coming out of that office, sitting down on the wall and calling my family and saying, I got it. Yeah. Like it, it, it's like, and I just remember. <laughs> <laughs> like sitting there so I'm, uh, I'm assuming I'm assuming they told you right off the hop like you will play Mike Ruzioni they didn't they didn't really you know as we got into that weekend we, we sort of knew who we were going for but when I first found out about the whole thing uh, my brother worked at like a VHS tape store it was like west coast video <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's funny I've done a few interviews and I've had to actually ex like explain it in the interview what they what they are because they're like we've got a really young audience <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's true so, so I go to that and I call my brother I said oh, I got, I'm, I'm gonna go audition for this movie they're making a movie and he said we've got the, the HBO documentary here why don't you come pick it up so I drove downtown uh, to a little town I live in and, and got the, v, the VHS and brought it home and watched it. And he came home that night and I said, I can only be a Rusian. There's nobody else. Yeah. You know, right. like I was a lefty, wicked, hardcore Boston accent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was the right height. I was, and I just, it, it was, you know, it, it just, you had it the glue guy mentality already, yeah. so it was fitting. You're going to be the captain of the team. It just sort yeah. of lined up. So, yeah, when I was auditioning there, I knew who I was reading for. Um, but, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know acting well enough to, to really say, oh, this is my character study of – so I had yeah. no idea. I was yeah. just trying to make it through. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so how many of, of you guys did they fly to L.A.? Because I'm assuming they were they made cuts, right? So how many of yeah. you flew? I think they there were 40 guys. They flew in from places other than Los Angeles, mm. hockey oh. players that they were like, okay, well this guy clearly looks like this character. You know, they they would have you know a few guys here and there that looked like each character probably right. yeah. that they wanted to bring in. So yeah, there was there was from Boston. There was a there was I don't know six or seven of us that flew in from Boston. Some of the guys didn't get it, which is like. Yeah. Oh my God! I can't imagine. <laughs> so I would have to watch that movie and not have gotten it. Oh my yeah. God! Well, it's kind of cool because, like, in the movie, right? They have to make cuts to the team, and it's kind of like the process you went through. You're going through all these tryouts, the skates, and then eventually someone's got to get cut. Right? Yeah, they get so cut. It's kind of a cool parallel. Yeah. Bit. yeah. So I so to finish that part up, I auditioned in LA that weekend when they had everybody out here. And a lot of guys booked their parts that weekend, like the like Mike who played OC, he booked his part, and I went home, and they still weren't convinced I wasn't that good. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so a week later, so they call me and they go, "We're going to bring you back out again." So they just brought me out again by myself, and mm -hmm. I worked with an acting coach, and I shot the thing, and they were like, "All right, you got it." And I was wow. like, 
<laughs> what a great yeah. feeling that must have yeah. been. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, we didn't know, really know what we were getting. Like I said in your cameo, I didn't know yeah. what I was getting into. Yeah. You know, it's like it could have been a total piece of garbage. Who knows? Yeah. You know, my yeah. family didn't, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to make this movie. And I'm going to do And they were, they were like, okay, okay, yeah, we'll wait and see. And they, they didn't really understand what it was, what it was yeah. until, because they couldn't have, they weren't there. Right. Uh, until the trailer came out in theaters. And then all of a sudden my face was 20 feet tall with like snots coming down my face. You know what I mean? They were like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. I know, I know CAC has a question about like uh, coming up on like the big screen and all, but before we get to that, I, you talk about the day you found out you were getting the part. And then from that point on, how has the role like changed your life? Com- like it's completely changed it obviously, but is that when you knew after then this is kind of the path you still wanted to go on? Yeah. It was, I mean, I live in Los Angeles now. Yeah. That's fair enough. Different. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's different. Um, yeah. It's immediately, I just, I fell in love with, with the process of, of doing it. And I've now been in the business since 2003, you know, so it's yep. been a while. Uh, and I do other things. I make big sculptures for movies and TV. Wow. Uh, so yeah, which is cool. Cause I go in, I'll do a big sculpture. I'll get out and, you know, be able to, you know, have time off and, and do other cool. things. I heard your kangaroo. There's my story. wife sneaking by. Oh, <laughs> you guys want to say hi? I didn't even yeah, see sure. anyone. Yeah. <laughs> say hi. This is my hi, wife. Mrs. Rizzo. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you? We're the Face Off Hockey Podcast. We're, we're stealing your husband for a bit. I love okay. it. I love everybody who uh, loves the movie as much yeah. as I do, too. It's awesome. So. That's so I, think cool. loving, I think the loving the movies might be an understatement from us. We're, <laughs> we're kind of, yeah. We're, we're <laughs> geeking over it right now. So. All right. I like it. Okay, I'll leave you too. Nice to meet you. That's your cameo right there. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> a million episodes of television and commercials. Yeah. Oh, awesome. you know. Awesome. <laughs> Cac, did you uh, want to ask your question now? Sorry, I totally interrupted. No, 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 no. Something going by and I was like, what is that noise? Crawling by, trying to hide. I got so many. I got so many questions, but I'll. Okay, so I there's this one that. Okay, there's two that I'm really thinking about. But one, did you were you able to keep anything from the movie like that Mickey Mouse T-shirt that Disney forced you to wear in almost every. Like I know you showed us a few things before we went to New Jersey. Yeah. But was there any like anything like a stick? I have a, I have a few things. I have the stick that I scored the game winning goal with. It's funny. I'm looking at my picture now, and that has my wife's name. I'm on her computer. Yeah, so no, it's it comes me. up as her name. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I had the stick that I scored the game winning goal with. Uh, at my, it's actually it's it's. I'm I'm not gonna say where it is. <laughs> uh, don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We don't need to know. Um, as long as you got it. And knock uh, on I've your got, door. <laughs> I've got a stick that's um, signed by everybody who worked on the movie. Right, uh, it's awesome. Which is really, really cool. Um, I've got a poster, Miracle poster, with, signed by the entire 1980 Olympic hockey team. Wow, that's awesome. Which is framed, which is just amazing, yeah. That's, that's priceless. Um, <laughs> what else do I have? You know what's, before I get into like the others, this, I have, so the goalie pads that Jim Craig used in the movie were actually my uncle's old pads. No way. So wow. if you look, if you get a look close, but at the end of the movie, they're, you can look and see they're clearly new pads that have been painted. Right. But that's in the Russian game because Bill Ranford was in that. So they had to protect it. We had a goalie, I don't know, it was like a double A goalie or something who came and did it and and the equipment guys were like yeah well these are the pads i showed up there they said yeah these are the pads we get and i was like these things look terrible yeah. and they were like well, they, all they could find is beat up old pads and i said my uncle has got a pair of pads in his basement that right. he got because ken dryden was his favorite goaltender right that makes and- two of us on this show now yeah. <laughs> and, like, and they've only been used on the pond behind my parents house wow and so they said, well, can they send some pictures up? I said, yeah, I called my parents. I said, can you guys, you know, at that point, we weren't texting photographs. We were emailing. So I yes, said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they sent them up and the guys were like, get those things up here as fast as you can. 
And yeah, so absolutely. we have the goalie pads that Jim Craig wore in the movie at my parents' house. Nice. Um, what else do I have? I think really other than um, this. Yeah. <laughs> this? That's bad. What's this old thing? Other than Look that, at that. Wow, that is awesome. Oh, man. So I got to keep that so that we, I had to sign my life away to take this oh, home with me. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. They, they didn't want to give them to us. Why is that? I, so we had- Studios are weird. We had, yeah, we had six, <laughs> six white ones, six blue ones, six dark blue preseason ones, yep. right? Yeah. And we each, we were like, we want one. And the <laughs> Kim was like, are you kidding me? Because they wanted to send them to like Disney everywhere, you know, Disney, yeah. Florida, Disney, yeah. Tokyo, they wanted to be able to put them on display. And right. so we had to sign that we wouldn't sell them. We wouldn't do, you know, all this stuff with them. So yeah, yeah. so I got to keep one of those. So just to piggyback on the, the, with the pads, something that I've also want, was always wondering, the skates that you guys wore, now were they like recent skates like via 2004 or did they give you guys skates that the players would have worn in 1980? So they were, I think they were Bauer 1000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. But they were painted, the leather was painted brown. Right. Uh, Give it that yeah. old school So the look. skates are, they were pretty good. I mean, yeah, we all had to break in a pair of skates, but it didn't take too long. We were doing rehearsals was a month long. We were on ice eight hours a day yeah. for, uh, you know, five days a week, eight hours a day, or six days, five days a week. Yeah, five days a week. And then we were shooting, we shot for four months. So you're talking 12 hour days, minimum five days a week. You're basically in your gear. Yeah, that's a long time on the ice. Yeah. I didn't play hockey for five years after we finished the movie. I, oh, yeah, I, I don't. You hear about like NHL players who like finish playing and they don't ever play again. Yeah. They never want to go, like, they never wanna go near I, ice. I was like, for five months, I was in hockey equipment for like, you know, 12 hours a day. And I was just like, I had no interest at all. Yeah. 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 We, we have a couple questions actually about some on ice stuff. Um, so filming the scenes on the ice. Now, there was a lot of, I wouldn't, I'm not going to really say it was innovative camera work, but obviously the guys who were doing the cameras, they were on skates. Like I, like I said, I've seen the behind the scenes hundreds of times. So they were in following the plays. Now, how exactly um, did the on ice scenes work? Did you guys have to look at the actual plays from the actual games in 1980? Or did you guys kind of just have like a drill and we're just going to skate in this direction and kind of hope the guys don't run into the cameraman? How did the, the on ice scenes work? Well, the, the hockey coordinators did a massive amount of work beforehand, breaking down the sequences of every single play. Um, so we went over it for an entire month to get ready to do it. By the time we started shooting, we quickly realized that, um, okay, bye. Say bye. Bye, <laughs> bye Mrs. Movie <laughs> So um, we quickly realized that um, anytime you plan out hockey plays and try to execute them, they look very staged. Um, yeah. So it was like all of a sudden you're shooting, you know, $30 million movie and you put all this planning and they were like, oh, crap, let's, you know, see what we can do now. We kind of threw the game plan out the window and they would just set up cameras all around the rink. They would set up like five or six cameras. And this is when we were shooting film, it wasn't digital. Right. So they had 12, 11, 12 minutes. I'm not a camera guy, but it's about that. I think it's 11 <laughs> minutes of film per reel. Okay. And they would just set them up and they would, you know, coaches would be on the benches, players would be on the benches, refs, phony refs would be on the ice. <laughs> you know, they would put, extras in in certain places where the cameras would see them and they would just drop the puck and say play hockey and we would just go like hell the puck would go in the net it was like a game of shinny would pull it out like the russians would pull it out of their net and then they'd start back down the other side that's and awesome they, had, they ended up having massive amount i think we shot over a million a million feet of film Whoa. which i believe is like if not the most ever on a film but it's wow. way up there yeah. Um, we shot a lot of film and they ended up piecing things together. So we had all of the stuff that, that ended up being a lot of the filler play 
but then the the goals were choreographed and we had to shoot them because they are you know there it, it's a historical yeah. you want know, some historical accuracy to it absolutely so we we ended up doing that and, and shooting the goals and then pretty much everything else is filler yeah well so what oh, exactly? I, i'm sorry i just gotta ask really quickly don't mean to cut you off i just want to know how it was like filming that celebration after the game-winning goal in the third period i mean you're running on you're you're jumping like that running on your <laughs> yeah that fires me up every time so what was it like filming that you know it was actually really nerve-wracking for me yeah yeah it was um i as far as all of the hockey went i was close to the bottom tier of hockey player that was there which was perfect for the character right. um but for my anxiety wasn't great <laughs> you know they're like you need to come in you need to hit this thing and then they had me a, a tree a, basically a tree branch you know for a stick yeah. completely, they, they weren't they weren't um like a composite stick it was actual oh yeah you know, they recreated these wooden northland and christian sticks for us oh. um and uh, you know, I just, it, it was really nerve wracking. I ended up hitting it on the third one. Um, and the celebration with every time, I, it's funny, I've only, I've seen the movie a few times in recent years, uh, but it's a different, it's a different thing for me to watch it. It's just, I, cause I remember everything else that was going on. So it yeah. was, and a lot of times you, when you watch yourself, uh, you guys know you've acted before when you watch it, it's horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> you have, it's like you can't get out of your own way to enjoy whatever is, else is going on. So I don't enjoy it like other people do. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I, I hit it on the third take and uh, I just I remember being so relieved. We <laughs> 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 were celebrating. So relieved because they, they kept saying to me, I kept coming in a couple times. I kept shooting it, and they were like, "Just celebrate, even if you don't hit it. Just celebrate. We'll have the celebration." And I was like, "I know I'm supposed to be acting, but like, I yeah. really want to hit this goal. Like, there's something about actually hitting it that, like, oh, yeah. that makes you just explode." And there was so much pent up, you know, uh, anxiety that I had about completing the task at hand that I felt like once I did it, I was able to explode into it. Right. And so and I, I watched the movie recently and when I'm skating back to the bench, I'm like giving it a pump like this. If you look at the side of my face, I have like my face is red because the, the kid, Steve-O, who played Dave Christian, he was getting so wound up. He slugged me in the face like. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. So if you look at it close, you can see like right here, my face is red. He came into the pile like swinging and he clobbered me right in the side of the face and it's oh, it's yeah. whenever i do watch the movie that's all i see at that point like how red my face is on the side of it that's something you would never know I would, well, I would we're, definitely, we're definitely gonna go back now i'm gonna ruin i'm gonna ruin it for you though this is the thing so oh, you know we're gonna go back i'm gonna okay. go back and uh and check that out and then we're gonna i'll take a picture we'll post it but speaking of a red face and excitement of takes i have to ask the question the very famous scene where you guys get bag skated in after the game in Norway. And obviously you have uh, the most iconic line in the movie. Now I know in the behind the scenes, the director said he was going to push you guys and he wanted the authentic tiredness <laughs> of you guys. Yeah. Um, walk us through that scene and kind of your reaction when he first told you, you guys were going to suicide skate and then basically how it worked into, okay, you have to say your line. Uh, that was three days of film. Wow. Three days, three 12 hour days. Uh, we did have body doubles, but they all, they shot the wide stuff. So, I mean, there was a lot of skating going on by a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh, and he wanted, he didn't want anyone pretending, uh, there. So he, he, he killed us. I mean, he, he that's the worst bag skate I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Um, but there was like, you got a picture. This director is a guy who, you know, we're all hockey players and hockey fans. We know all the hockey movies, you know, yeah. and we know when they ring true or when you go, that's an actor stumbling around that someone just pushed into the scene. He took the effort to go across the entire continent 
to find the people to put them in this movie. And he brought us all together to assemble this. So already we have got like, he is like our coach. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, we're a family. Yeah, 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 we're family. <laughs> so that's my buddy TK. Yeah. So, so already, you know, we're, we're, we'll already do anything he wants us to. And so when he gave us this pep talk, he was like, you know, you guys are going to want to kill me for the next three days. But I think we can sacrifice three days for something that's going to live forever. Oh, yeah. And I don't, I'm pretty sure I was ready to run to a brick wall for him. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, and I don't remember eating more than like a power bar, you know, for lunch because it was, it was just all coming up. Uh, so, yeah, it was a pretty wild scene to shoot. But I will say at the end of that, we shot my stuff very last when I'm like, that's the whole thing. Kurt Russell wasn't there. What? Wow. He wasn't, he wasn't there. He had shot all of his stuff, and it was our director, Gavin, who was on like the bullhorn screaming at us, right? Wow, no way. So, Interesting. Yeah, so we shoot the last stuff, and he's going, Who do you play for? You know, he's screaming at me, but mm. he, it came down to the end where we had to shoot that, and he just started bag skating me by myself. No way. Wow. Yeah. And he st- wow. and I'll tell you, it took two suicides. And then the boys came with me. They wouldn't let me do it by myself. Look at that. Like, Real teamwork going on. Brotherhood. It was, man, it was like, I'll start crying right now thinking about it because yeah. I was getting bagged. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they wouldn't allow me to do it by myself, even though like I was the only one. I, I don't even remember where the camera was. I, it was like one of, you know, it was total an outer body thing that I don't, yeah. don't remember it. And it's, you know, it's... It's hard, you know, it's, it would be hard to recreate that moment. Absolutely. I mean, the clip, the clip and the line, the whole scene, it, it's going to, it lives in infamy forever. So this is uh, the pond behind my parents' house on my mug, by the way. Oh, where the pads are. <laughs> yeah, where the pads are. That's my <laughs> nice. little nephew about to snipe. They made me a mug with this. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Classic ODR, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so. So there's this, this something I found out a few months ago. You were talking about Gavin O'Connor and that he is very detail oriented. He was also a uh, director of uh, Warrior. There was a 1981 movie about the miracle on ice and he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mixed in the, the, the game footage with the movie. So I really appreciated <laughs> you guys took as long as you did. I know, you know, you were talking about like how tough it was with the bag skate scene, but looking at, cause I've always heard about that movie, but I, I ended up finding it. Did you watch it? I did. I did. <laughs> and whoa, in terms of quality. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, you were a way better Eurozioni for sure. <laughs> but it was just, it was Gavin O'Connor is very, very, very detail oriented. Which brings me to a question that I've wanted to ask somebody involved since 2004 when I got the DVD. So I don't know if you can see this, but this is the full screen. Don't laugh, guys. Wasn't my choice for full screen. Full screen edition of the DVD. Did you guys have to do a poster shoot at all? Because I don't know if you can tell, but... I'll tell you, that's the one thing that like drives you. me. It drives me insane. Uh-oh, we hit a nerve. Yes. <laughs> I mean, no, tell us. I'm going to tell you, as someone who has a degree in communications, uh, and I did graphic design, right? My, my right. focus was graphic design. To see that when it came out, I was, and someone who also works in the art field, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I, I can't even believe that the Disney Corporation <laughs> would release something that looks that bad. <laughs> he said it. <laughs> it's uh, and not all, like and I would <laughs> look throw at it up it, again. I would <laughs> I would look at it if I were a consumer, but the fact that it's me is <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well I think I even said it's this on the show guys. 
I'm like, I don't think this looks like him. Like, no, I don't. It's, it's not. It's we did a whole bunch of photo shoots. I don't know what that's. I don't. You know, I have no idea. Yeah, like that wasn't I mean, one. Of but them. clearly, it's not the jersey. Like they didn't even look. You know, I didn't. I'm not even gonna look at it. Put my hand up. They didn't even finish the stripes on the bottom of the jersey wrapping around the bottom. Look, I'm blocking it out. I don't even like. I'm telling you, I know this from from how much it upset me. Wow, that that's crazy. I didn't know that because Cac had brought that up to us like a so week bad. ago, and Hold I was on. like, I take off my sweatshirt now because I'm sweating. You guys have got. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go <laughs> ahead. Yeah, no, I was because I was talking to Cac about it, and I was like, I don't know. That could be him. It could not be him, but I guess we'll find out and we'll ask him. Oh, he's right. The stripe doesn't wrap around the front. Doesn't even wrap around the body. I see that. Literally, it's it's legit. Like they cut a photograph and like double stitched to it, and then like it's it's atrocious. So you have no idea if they had a body double there or if they just. No idea. It's crazy. They'll do that to you guys, and then they won't even let you keep a jersey. They'll make you sign your life away for it. Yeah. <laughs> I almost made a spit out of string. Hey, I'm actually, it makes me so happy that you brought this up because it almost, for a while, I would look at it and go, ah, just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> we got it back. We pinched the nerve. Yeah, you got it, man. We it's are absolutely. the shift disturbers, boys. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, thank you because I have been wondering that. Since I was a teen, a young teenager, because I mean, he hasn't shut up about it. Let me tell you, that. <laughs> it looks like crap. It looks like crap. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. they'll do a re-release at the twentieth year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. I guess that'll be coming up in a couple years. Yeah. Um, oh I gotta ask you though, um, because you said Kurt Russell wasn't uh, in the bag skate scene, but what was it like for someone like yourself who had never done any acting? You just went to try out. You get into this big Disney movie, and then you're put into scenes and working with arguably, I think, one of the greatest actors of the generation, and Kurt Russell. I mean, not to mention he looks almost exactly like the real Herb Brooks. Yeah, so that was cool enough. But what was it like working with him? Was he uh, talking to you guys and like kind of giving you tips and pointers and stuff like that, or was he kind of just like how he said in the movie, uh, "I'm here to be your coach. I won't be your friend." <laughs> You know, it's, it actually really started out like that because we were so green, as they say, uh, we didn't, he needed to make sure we knew what we were doing before we got to know him as Kurt. Wow. So like our first, our first scene that we shot was outside of the bus, right? So they bring in this other guy, Tim Harrer, to yeah, like yeah. sort of ruffle everybody's feathers. And uh, so our first thing we shot was uh, outside of the bus confronting. Right. And uh, I think for, you know, we needed to be, I think, more nervous dealing with him in that scene than any other scene in the movie. Right. And they probably specifically put it up first and kept Kurt away from us. So when he came out, I mean, you want to go to acting school, stand four feet away from Kurt Russell. And like, and then tell him, I'm scared of getting cut. We're all scared of getting cut. Everybody is. (laughs) I'll tell you, I knew my lines. I I knew what was supposed to happen. I didn't know how to act until Kurt Russell came right into my face and was like, yeah. And I was like, "Uh," and I was just spitting out all the lines that they told me to do. And it was like, and after that, they were like, uh, I remember one of my, I, I was, I was nervous to start. I didn't oh, know for sure. You know, one, of, one of the other guys at set goes, well, I think your stock just went through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes, how did you turn that on? I go, I don't know. I think Kurt did it. <laughs> just the magic, the magic. It brought me to it. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it, that's the thing. It was pure magic. I mean, you're, you know the difference when you rehearse, you've got nothing. You've got to create it all in your head. And when you don't know what you're doing, it's pretty overwhelming. But if you know what you're supposed to say, you know what you're supposed to do, you get put into the exact environment. I mean, the whole environment is there. And then you've got a person coming up to you who's in care, who knows what they're doing. I mean, it was, it was pure magic for me to just all of a sudden be riding on that. Going, It was, it was the most euphoric feeling that I've ever had. And it was that moment that I was like, Oh man, I love doing this. Is the coolest feeling I've ever had, you know? Yeah. Awesome. I I can. Oh, I'll I'll finish by saying yeah. So it was really after that, and he was like, "All right, these kids, they 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 get it. You know, they they're gonna know the difference between 
Kurt and Herb, and we were able to hang out with him. We had nights out on the town drinking with him. I went out till six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's awesome. yeah, really? I mean, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's, and a great guy. And my wife and I actually ran into him and Goldie two years ago nice. in Santa Monica. They were out to dinner, and we walked by, and they're like out on the patio, you know. Yeah. And uh, I was like, my wife's like, I'm like, oh, boy, oh, and she's like. I know, I know. She saw him before I did. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had this, like, visceral reaction, like, oh, I got it. And I'm, usually, I live in L.A. I leave people alone. I don't approach people. Yeah. It's, it's I, you know, it's a business. We're all people. I don't get, like, but I was like, I think I got to go say hi to him. And she was like, I think you should. And absolutely, like, right. absolutely. So I go in, like, they're out on the patio, and I go up to the table. And there's one thing about, like, there's certain places I go where, where people recognize me. And when you that happens you can feel it yeah there's like there's a feeling about it that you go all right i feel i can feel people's energy shifting towards me so it's like so i can only imagine <laughs> that, that guy plays for the united states of america <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you can only imagine being kurt russell and goldie hahn and yeah. the amount of times that happens so i'm approaching the table right um, okay and i'm like uh like okay <laughs> I go up to the table and I, I'm like, uh, excuse me, guys. And I just feel their energy just like kind of going, uh, who is this guy? Like, you know, like, uh, waiting for like the, the hostess to come take me away. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I was like, uh, Kurt, it's Rizzo. <laughs> All of a sudden he's oh my God, Rizzo. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> because I mean, he's his like he's done so many oh, yeah. films, and oh, I don't yeah. think there's one that he gets quoted more than that one. You know oh, what I mean? For like, sure. It, oh, for sure. Constant. Um, and so I was like, all right, I felt I felt pretty. You can open the door and go ahead if you. <laughs> Do you think you're not making too much noise? Um, so yeah, it, it it okay. So it it was. Um, it was just like one of those things. I was like, you know, I'm going to be upset if I don't do this. Because it had yeah. been like 15 years since I'd seen him, you know. And it, it's much different, I think, working with someone and then going up and saying, as opposed to just seeing them and going, oh, my God. Girl. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You got an actual yeah. connection with the guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was your coach. He's my coach. He's always been he your coach. coach. <laughs> It's kind of cool to know that you had a similar relationship that Rizzo had with the, the actual coach and like yeah. the movie in real life. Like it's kind of, it's kind of cool to know that he wasn't a dick or anything like that either. <laughs> yeah. Nice to hear that. Yeah. So, so you mentioned, I, I love Santa Monica first and foremost, but you're talking about living in LA and I, we always talk about as Canadians, the Sunbelt teams and you know, the kind of markets that are there. And when I was in LA, if, back when they were doing their second cup run, almost nobody I talked to really knew much about the LA Kings. They would give me Dodgers hats and say, this is the hockey team. Like this, yeah. how like. out of touch it is. But you go to LA Kings games, I'm assuming. Yeah. In a Bruins jersey. But, but what is, <laughs> he does. So right here, bud. Yeah. <laughs> dude we haven't won a game seven in ever we can't i wasn't even gonna bring it up no we won't we won't yet we won't we won't we won't i did just watch a replay on a highlight on facebook the other day and it's oh like, yeah it was eight, eight, i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> so, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah great times uh, <laughs> so what what's the scene like in la in terms of hockey and the kings like what's the relationship with the hockey team in the city they they're trying to grow it constantly and when you win stanley cups it it it's amazing how it can explode and when you mil win multiples uh but then when you have a team like they did this year <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's rough, and the rough weird i think the weird thing about like being it's a you know a non-traditional hockey market uh it's generally nice and warm here so there's you know i i grew up in massachusetts and in the winter time we were inside or we were at the hockey rink. Just <laughs> <laughs> like here. But like here. Yeah, like here it's you've got I mean, all winter long, we go hiking. You know, it's it's or you're at the beach or, or you're out riding beach, your yeah. bike. It's there's so many things to that we can do in the winter 
that I think take away from that. And then, you know, you've got the Lakers that is just like yeah. LA's team. Exactly. Um, and the Clippers who are doing really good and the Dodgers who, well, <clears throat> did lose to the Red Sox a few yes. years ago. Yes, they, yes, they was, did. Uh, I bet you were happy about that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's. I mean, there's there's just so much. And now we've got two football teams here. Uh, there's just so much going on here yeah. that I think it it's just you know it's it's an afterthought. Yeah, it's very it's very tough. Like you're already in California, so hockey's already kind of at the back burner. I mean, it's crazy to think because the greatest player to ever play the game was traded to the LA Kings to boost up hockey in the U.S. and yeah. he did, and. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, like you said, it, when the team's not doing well and then you got the Lakers and the Clippers and not to mention LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard and then you got the football teams, it, it, yeah. it's super hard to compete. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we've got the Ducks 45 minutes away too. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know. Anaheim. <laughs> now, uh, we, now we, we just keep kind of going with the Kings still. We, we've seen a picture. You were at a game. And you happen to run into the real Mike Aruzioni. Uh, do you kind of just want to like break that little situation down? How that went? Totally, totally random. I got a call. I got a friend who's got season tickets, who's unbelievably generous with his tickets, and especially this past year because no one wanted to go to yeah, games. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing how many times he called me. Is like, hey, do you want my tickets? Um, and so I get a call in the morning and I get a text from him. He said, Hey, I'm not going to go. Do you want the tickets? I said, yeah, sure. So I go and I meet up with another, another friend who's there and uh, we're sitting and actually I, I, my friend had extra seats right behind the glass in the corner. And so I went <laughs> from my, my friend's seats that are ninth row center ice to like on the glass in the corner. Just, and so I'm sitting there with a, a, a few friends and their, their kids and we look up and, on the Jumbotron, we see Eruzioni. We see like all these images of, you know, 1980s from the Olympics, the game in a goal, there's photographs. And then there's clips of me from the movie and all this stuff. And then and my friends are looking at me like, are you going to be on the Jumbo? Like, do we, do, I was like, I don't think so. I, no one has said anything. To, I don't, they don't know I'm here. You oh know? my God. And so we're just, we're sort of confused and just waiting for the camera to like, and all of a sudden it's like, him in a luxury box. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, no, and he's, you know, he's waving away. Yeah. It's like, no way. So we go out between periods, we go out to, to get a beer at the, at the concession and he's doing an interview with Jared Stoll. He does like the in-between, you know, interviews for the Kings. He does in-between periods and he's doing an interview right next to us. And my friends are like, we, we need to meet him. Yes, <laughs> but that's you. That that is you. Yeah, I, was like, I haven't seen the guy in sixteen years. Yeah, and all my message with him, I'll send him emails. I was, I'll text him. Um, but I haven't seen him in a long time. I was like, yeah. So we we wait around. There's like probably forty or fifty people that are like hanging around there, waiting to meet him. And some guy goes, he just comes right up to me. He's like, hey, is he your dad? <laughs> what? <laughs> what and the guy's what? like he goes oh my god i go no no he's not my dad he goes oh my god you guys look exactly alike and my friends just lose it at this point right That's they just start hilarious. laughing my friends like yeah you played him in the movie <laughs> oh, that's amazing right? that, that's so, yeah nice. it was like you know it, it was really weird to be in the same place as him and someone go you know is that guy is he your dad it was totally weird so anyways we get to meet Mike and uh, my friends, they were pretty pumped. They got to meet him. We took a picture and I looked at it after I go, Oh my God, I do look like, I totally look like him. Yeah. yeah. I saw a side-by-side -side picture. I, I Googled your name and, and then a side-by-side -side picture of the both of you came up yeah. and I was like, yeah, you know what? They casted it pretty well. You guys, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Uh, you were talking. So you have you you see you said that you haven't talked to uh, like it was the first time in like fifteen years that you saw Kurt and then Mike. Is there anyone from the movie that you have? Like, well, you did mention that you still keep in touch with a few of them. Who who have you still like keeping in touch with? And do you guys yeah. hockey or are you all in LA? Like, yeah, I keep in, in touch with most of the guys that were that we worked with. But there's I think there's five of us that are in LA, and we get nice. together and have lunch. It's pretty fun. Yeah, We've gone to a, a few Kings games together. Yeah. Well, that's how I found your Instagram account was because Kenneth Mitchell commented oh, yeah. 
So I was like, this is the one. Because there's a few, but right, that I was like, oh, I don't, uh, uh. And then I saw Kenneth Mitchell. I'm like, this is the one. This is the one. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. down. Ralphie Cox. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ralphie we Cox. all cried. We all cried when he got cut. Oh, man. I was bawling my eyes out that whole day. It was, it was funny because we, he, you know, he's tremendous. And it's mm. when he was shooting that scene, uh, I remember Kurt Russell walked out of the office and he said, this kid is killing me. He's like, I'm doing everything I can not to just start bawling right, right in front wow. of him. He's like, this kid is killing me today. And so I was sitting in the locker room across from him and I was like, didn't know how to act at all, really. And I just started crying my eyes out. <laughs> I had no idea how to, how to control it. Yeah, I was just so overwhelmed because he was actually leaving too within a few days. That was one of the last things they were shooting was him before he mm. left. Uh, and yeah, it was like, I remember they came over to me. We had an acting coach on set. He was like, are you okay? I go, yeah. He goes, um, I'm going to give you a few days and we're going to talk about this. <laughs> I don't know how you got to this point, but stay where you are. And we're going to talk about this later. <laughs> it's a really good moment. Like, yeah. like when, when we see your reaction, you know, you just know. Oh man. The boy going home. Yeah. I was ready to explode. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was, that was an emotional part of the movie for sure. I, we, I, I got a buddy. I actually close buddy of mine. He's grew out his mustache and he looks exactly like Ralph <laughs> I took a picture of him and I showed people side by side pictures and it's like one of the funniest things like I'm gonna try to post it we we'll yeah I would love to see it yeah it's absolutely. funny we at that time so now mustaches are like cool right yeah yeah, yeah. they're back in 2003 they weren't like no. they weren't cool right <laughs> so I remember no they were not so we had two of us two of the guys in our crew was was Coxie and and my buddy Sam who played Steve Janicek the backup goalie yeah yeah, yeah the were, handlebar yeah oh, oh yeah and so we were like all over the place I remember one night we go out to this we go out to this nightclub <laughs> in Vancouver we shot in Vancouver I don't even know if we said that yeah and, yeah. and we're out there hanging around and and some girl turns around and looks at Coxie and goes, did you just get out of prison? <laughs> <laughs> Notice how he called him Coxie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> did you just get out of prison? <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Like, right? like a yeah, porn it, mustache or whatever. Like, it's like, mustaches have stigmas to it. Uh, yeah, to it. at oh, that yeah. point, it wasn't like cool or, you know, ironic to have a mustache. It was just bad. <laughs> yeah that's awesome uh before before we get you out of here we're, we'll play a little game with you our famous player not a player game okay. but uh, before we get to that I, I i got a quick statement and then i got one more question so i also uh, do cack brought up uh earlier how you wore the uh mickey mouse t-shirt um like under the hockey equipment yeah i saw that and i'm not gonna lie i wish i still had the shirt but i used to wear that same mickey mouse shirt under my hockey equipment and I tried to be like you. I was like, I saw that. I was like, oh, I have one of those. I'm just going to start playing like Rizzo and I'll wear it underneath <laughs> my hockey equipment. <laughs> so that was a cool little uh, homage to you I carried off. But um, just for yourself, um, like you said, it's been 16 years and you're still working in the business. But um, what's coming up next for you? Like, do you have anything in the works you can talk about? Or what have you been doing recently that you want to plug or promote? Uh, what's, your, what's your plans from here on out? Well, right now we're in quarantine, so we're yeah. not doing anything. That's true, yeah. <laughs> See, like I, like I totally forgot. That just kind of like just that's all awesome. out of my head. Yeah, our whole business is shut down, and we have yeah. no idea when it's going to come back to life. Maybe September. Yeah, uh, they're saying, but we don't know. Did you have anything in the works that got put on hold or anything like that? You no, know, I do. Like I told you guys, I do sculptures for yeah. movies and TV. I had some some of that going on, but. Other than that, no, we've been doing auditions. We tape auditions at home and send them in, yeah. but there's nothing going on. That's it. Eh? <laughs> I, I do I do have one question. So yeah. I, I so I obviously I Googled you a couple times. Um, <laughs> I Googled you and sure enough, McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy pops up. <laughs> um, and I'm like, that's not him. So have you 
first of all, does anyone ever recognize you or does anyone ever confuse you with Patrick Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, on social media all the time. Yeah. I get tons <laughs> of messages saying, oh my God, I loved you in Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, a lot. Yeah, a lot. I believe it. What? <laughs> yeah, my wife wants to tell a story. Is that okay? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Story. So, um, <laughs> this is the best Patty, podcast ever, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Patty, Patty once got uh, invited to start off the leg of the Tour de France, <laughs> Tour de France. <laughs> because they thought he was McDreamy. Yeah, they thought I was McDreamy. So I was, no. I was getting emails from the head of uh, uh, PR from the Tour de France oh. offering an invitation. I was like, this person is going to not have a career if yeah. I should. I was like, take it, do it, you should do go. Like, Where are the jersey? They <laughs> asked me what kind of bike I ride. I was like, uh. anyways, we, we ended up <laughs> not doing it. Thank I also you. had a, yeah, I no had a plane held for me one Yes, time. he did. Okay, oh, this is, we thought had a plane story. held for me. So <laughs> we were um, traveling to, where were we going? I don't know. We were going somewhere. <laughs> he had to grab all the bags and I, I'm a runner. I'm like, I'll run for the next plane for our, our you know, um, the layover, the next flight. You just get- Cause we were cutting it close. Yeah, we were cutting it yeah. super close. So I get there, I'm out of breath, I'm running up. And then they're like, they're just beaming at the- Waiting for me. At the <laughs> ticket counter, they are just ecstatic. They're like, are you, are you with Patrick Dempsey? Are you with- Oh my God. I, I just saw the look on these ladies' faces. I go, I am but not that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, and thank you for holding the plate. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I've gotten upgraded in hotel rooms. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it, it's not a bad uh, perk to have, though. Yeah. No. It's weird, though, because a little bit of research would go a long way. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. You know what's funny is, I actually, when we did, right before Miracle came out, they sent us to New York to do a bunch of voiceover work before to like finish up the movie. And there was like, it was myself, um, OC and Silky came down from Boston, right? To, to, we all flew down together. Yeah, yeah. So we go to Boston, uh, we go to New York and they, we go into the hotel and I've got like a, you know, like a, like a beanie, like a flat cap on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, uh, I go in and they're like, oh, Mr. Dempsey, so nice to have you back. And I'm like thinking, I have never been to New York. <laughs> right? I'm like, and so I'm just got my hat on. Mr. Dempsey, so good to have you back. Thank you. Know Disney's reservation is we've taken care of it. We've upgraded you to a suite. Feel free to have the mini bar. We've got a car waiting for you tonight if you wish. And and so oh the God. guys are looking at me, and I was like, "Here we go, boys. Strap <laughs> <laughs> <Drop> in." <laughs> We rolled into the voiceover the the uh, voiceover session the next morning in very rough shape, and the, <laughs> and the Gavin, the director, was there, and Noah Emmerich, who who played Craig Patrick, the assistant yeah. coach, he was there too. And they we came in and they took one whiff and they said, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> we got upgraded to a suite, and they gave. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. It was like right off the bat. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And from that, all the time, I get confused. That's that's awesome though. Like just a yeah. bunch of hockey bros like coming around and preferential <laughs> treatment. I mean, bunch of glue guys coming yeah. out here. <laughs> that's that's a pretty badass story. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I was kind of hoping for some good stories like that, but uh, before now, we'll take the last couple minutes here. We'll uh, challenge you with. Uh, All right, here we go. Player, not a player. So, Cac, take it away. Hold on. Do you want to play too? Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. It's a 50-50 game. Yeah, just say yes it or is. no. That's it. Yeah, all you gotta say is yes now I got to keep score. So the question is, they're going to throw out names. Uh, you guess yes or no if they played in the NHL, right? That's the game? Yep. Yeah. Yes. All right, here we go. Hey there, hi there, ho there. That's what we do. Uh, okay, so the first player, did he play a game in the National Hockey League? Rob McClanahan. Rob? I know the last name McClanahan, but I don't know. <laughs> it might have been in the movie your husband yes. was in. <laughs> yes. They're yes all for the movie. Okay, yes yeah. for you too? Is sure. it for you too? Yep. Yep. Okay. He was a player. They both got a point. There you okay, go. there we go. One for one. <laughs> Off to a great start. <laughs> Phil Vercota. We've had this, boys. Don't give them any hints because we've had this name before. Yes. Okay. I gotta go with what he says. He knows more than I do. <laughs> all right. That's cool. That's fair. 
Well. No, to be fair, we all got that one wrong too. We all got it wrong. I I thought I thought Phil Verkota did play some time in the NHL, but turns out he did not. Is he a real person? Oh yeah, yeah. These are these are these are gonna be all bad in the movie. So these are the guys that were on the actual 1980 Olympic team. Ah, okay. Sorry, I didn't say that. Okay, gotcha. That was All mine. Right. Okay, Mark Johnson. Oh. Do you Mark? want to take this one first? No. <laughs> you can have different yes. views. Yes. Okay, she's gone. But uh, <laughs> yes, so <laughs> he did play a game in the National Hockey League. There we go, two for three. All right, not bad. Pretty good. All right. John Harrington. Bob, did he play a game in the National Hockey League? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait, what's fifty percent right now? Right. No, so 50%. we're only on average. the last one. No it's the last on average. One. Yeah. Right on. It's the last one, and you and you two cannot have the same answer. <laughs> One we need to have a winner. Okay. Oh my Gretzky. Okay, here we go. Buzz Schneider. Buzz Schneider. First one to say the right answer wins. <laughs> ding ding. Yes. Ding ding. Oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, he didn't. <laughs> See, I would have said yes too, though. So. And she's up. <laughs> like funny. Buzz Schneider. Yeah. I know. I know. Yes. Right. You know who did Ken Morrow? Yep. Pavlich. Yep. Um, Craig. Yep. Um, this would have been almost a better game. Just get Patrick to name the guys who actually did <laughs> yeah, in the NHL. That, there you go. Because well, Morrow Johnson. went and won a Stanley Cup immediately yeah. after. Yes, I mean, yes, he crazy, did. Right? What a year he had, man. Now, I, I, know, I know Jim Craig was like, he was trying to get signed by Atlanta. Um, yeah. But did he actually end up going to play? He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he did, did. Yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. Yeah, I think who else? McClanahan, Johnson. Um, let's get this. Baker? Did Baker play in the National Hockey League? Suter? Or no? Pardon? Suter. Suter? Suter, yes. Suter. Yeah, I think Suter did, actually. Oh, you know, Suter. Yeah, I, I mean, Suter. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, the, I think so. Patrick, he went above fifty percent, did he not? Yeah, that was pretty yeah. good. All right, so he, what a hand! He a did hand redeemed myself with those throwing those other ones out. There. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's both our guests. Are, this all oh, this this is the best podcast. Absolutely. So <laughs> yeah, this we'll, is awesome. We'll send you. We'll send you off here in a couple minutes, Patrick. Um, we just gotta say thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I had a tweet and I was talking to these guys earlier today. Not once in my life did I ever think I'd be interviewing Patrick O'Brien Dempsey, the man who played Mike Ruzioni, a movie I watched religiously. I always used to watch it on the team bus going to games. It used to get me fired up, um, especially the bag skate scene. Um, before we get you out of here, you showed us your SP, and you got to show that for the people oh, now man. on camera because best sports movie in 2000. To me, it's best sports movie of all time. Look at that. Look at there it is. The SB for Best Sports Movie Miracle That's 2004. So, you guys, when I showed you this before, you were like, we were wondering who got to keep it. This isn't the one, but it's <laughs> one of them. Right. All right. Oh, there's there's okay, multiples. Oh, there's nice for sure, there's multiples. But that's awesome. Um, it's a so, nice thing to have in your house. It's a nice conversation piece. Oh, yeah. yeah for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. It's people like, oh, you're in that movie. They, Who'd you yeah, play? They don't oh, have the captain. <laughs> yeah, we have because we have so many people who work in entertainment. You actually don't, you know, it's like not we're like, oh, we know they were in this and this and this. You don't know. People are just working, but yeah. they come over and they're like, Yeah, no, that's awesome. So Patrick, once again, thank you so much for coming on the Face Off Hockey Podcast. Um, showing all your, your wife too. Thank you. Yes, thank you. So yeah, guys, go check us out. Uh, YouTube Face Off Hockey Podcast. Subscribe to us. Uh, go follow us. Instagram, Twitter, Face Off Puck Pod. Um, you can follow Patrick. I'm pretty sure Patrick's yeah, got, got Twitter. Patrick yeah, the real Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
confuse him and dream. Don't send him DMs, but if you do set him up nice in a hotel, he will take advantage. <laughs> so, Patrick, thank you once again. Thank you, guys. On the show. And, Very excited. Uh, thank you. And we uh, hope to maybe, you're officially the friend of a show, so maybe down the yeah. road. I, I had an idea that we're going to pitch to you here live. Um, let's oh, try and get oh. you on next February for the 41st anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. And we'll uh, we'll do this all again, and we'll play some more games with you. How does that sound? All right. And again, happy birthday, Gio. Thanks, man. I appreciate that Good so buddy. much. <laughs> all right. Thanks again, Patrick. Take care, guys.